What's up, guys? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's completely free. Not only is it free, but there are also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, they'll be able to distribute your podcast for you on all the famous platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If you guys are creatives and want to get after it, I highly suggest using Anchor. We're getting worse <laughs> as human beings. Oh, Jesus, <sighs> fucking crap! Here's how we're gonna. Here's how we're gonna start the podcast off, boys. Are yeah. you ready for this? The soothing ASMR. Okay. Oh shit! Watch your mic. Yeah, there we go. Welcome back to the Two AM Podcast. Thank you very much for joining. This is Logan. This is Saeed. And this is Saeed. Oh, do you hear the fizzles? Yeah. And that's the sound of a beautiful tomo. Oh my chico. god! Brand new. Just yes, super delicious. A virgin, super Oh my god! Hold on. Refreshing. Mm. <laughs> Why didn't you do it? Because I'm not a cliche from the 1970s, Zayd. Yeah, right. <laughs> you actually are. The cola. What the people didn't see is how much Topo Chico actually just spilled on me. <laughs> Trying yeah. to take a drink. I love Topo Chico so much. And one of the main problems I you run into you run into a you run into with the Topo Chico I apologize is uh for like that first sip you know because it's so carbonated it just overflows the second that you take it down from your mouth you know it's what I'm just saying? sensory overload at least taste bud wise I mean there's not much of a flavor it is just carbonated water but the first sip of a Topo Chico is is the best dome you'll ever but get. It's, <laughs> But it's my favorite. It's my favorite kind of carbonated water. Topo Chico, not sponsored. Topo. That would be cool if we were sponsored by them, though. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Yeah, episode number 25. 25. Knocking yeah. them out as usual. Quarter centennial. Yes, we are climbing this episode number game. Slowly Dude. but steadily, mm. we're getting there. Yeah. We're reaching our way. How are we all today? We are fantastic, sir. How are doing, you? I'm doing all right. I just got a lot of homework and stuff going on mainly. So Zoom has been making a big power play. So I've got a nice little zin uh, in my mouth, so I'm I'm a little zoomed right now. Ooh. Zinify this. Good old nicotine. Ooh. Imagine being married to a Karen. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Are you talking about that post that I think one of you guys sent the other day? It might have been Zade, where it said... It was maybe the dumbest thing. Was it real or was it fake? What? Some somebody actually, somebody who, that couldn't have been real. A Karen actually posted that. All right, so wow. What we're talking about is this meme, or it's mm-hmm. not a meme. It was actually meant to be serious, as Zaid has said, and it was a picture saying how Karen or the word Karen, like calling a white woman the name Karen, is on <laughs> par with the race, like is on par with the N word. Yeah, in it's other like sexist, words, like it. Misogynist. Whoa, yeah, dude. it's a big leap. For, oh my god, for dude. something as insignificant. You cannot compare those, dude. These kinds the... of people usually take those big leaps. Yeah, I know, right? I uh, I feel like attention whores. <laughs> well, apparently there was a Karen that spoke out earlier this week. <laughs> Do we have an actual Karen testimonial? Yeah, dude. She doesn't understand why people think Karens complain so much. It's annoying for her, and she'd like to talk someone to someone about this. Wow, she's really struggling. Isn't that, bro? Like, 
Isn't that complaining? Dude, I feel, <laughs> I feel so bad for her. That's I such mean, a Karen. It's obvious she's really going through a rough time right now in her life. She's saying that she's not a Karen, but she's doing Karen things. People calling her Karen, <laughs> her birth given name to her face. How disgraceful. Yes, <laughs> I know. dude. <laughs> Just don't play into the stereotype. Oh, man, dude. Karen. <laughs> Could you imagine that would be like somebody said that the name Logan is super offensive? And I'm like, actually, you know what? Logans are not naggy. We do not yeah. like to correct people. Oh, we're my very God. nice. Yeah, Logan. Yeah. Let me tell you how nice I am. All right. I'm the nicest person around. And if you tell me I'm not nice, you're fucking wrong and an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. But isn't it ironic that like the name Karen <laughs> is like the most. Why did they choose Karen? I don't know. I feel like what did they choose Karen? Because they're not so Karen. You know I don't know. I feel like, like there could be a lot better names. I don't know. Like what? How many Karens do you know? I don't know. But like, it's always None. been Karen. Exactly. Dude, it's, trust me. I've worked in customer service. And I want to say nine out of ten times, when the person is aggressive and just wants their way, and they have that haircut, <laughs> I kid you not, their name was pretty much always Karen. It's a weird thing. <laughs> it's a really weird thing. May I speak to your manager? <gasps> I am the manager. It's the classic Karen. Uh, the yeah. Karen line. The Karen, the Karen go-to. The Karen motto. That's not the Karen line. The motto. <laughs> Can I speak to your manager? Yeah. Can I speak to your manager? Hey, do you guys have any more of um, these? I like imagine Karens at freaking Walmart. Do you have? Do you guys have any more of the iPhones in stock? I know I already asked four other employees, but I don't trust any of them. <laughs> so I really wanted to speak to the manager. And now that you're here, can you please go in the back and check? You know, yeah. nine times out of ten, they go back there, look at some shit on their phone for five minutes, yeah. and then they just come back. No, not even, yeah. dude. You know what we used to do when you go to the back room? You'd Wait, be like, where did yeah, you, sure. Where did you work? I worked at Nordstrom. Women's, okay. women's shoes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Good experience, though. Great experience. But uh, also, it's funny how you deal with things. So, like, yeah. that happens a lot. Oh, can you just go check anyway? Sure, Karen. You go to the back, you're like, fucking bitch ass, fucking, I hate women. Oh my God. Jesus. Like, you know, like, you're just like, you're like talking to yourself and you're punching shoe boxes and shit. And then you walk out and you're like, nope, didn't have them. Sorry, man. <laughs> just I like apologize. I said the first five times, but, you know. I mean, I worked at the restaurant, at the restaurant I used to work at, um, Bear Flag. It's like mm -hmm. a seafood kind of restaurant. And then we have like pokey and stuff like that. Yeah. The amount of times people would ask me if we had something in the back, like food related items. Yeah. Now, to be fair, for some things that would make sense, right? Like chips. No, like um, we actually kept all the chips in the front just for aesthetic purposes. And also like the store was really small, so mm. it all it worked out. But I mean, like if you wanted some salmon right and we were out of salmon portions there was something that we could do there was a system we could do where you had to pay for a fresh cut piece of salmon blah 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 whatever that's out in the case that's supposed to sell for hire and um when they would ask for pokey or something like really small like a little side dish for instance like um i don't know seaweed salad or some shit like that they're like do you have any more in the back i'm like why would we not have it on display yeah like, do you think we're rationing this shit? No, we get shipments like every day. Yeah. Because yeah. motherfuckers make... need so much pokey that we can't keep up. Yeah. We have to get it shipped in every day because you guys are too yeah. fucking. When, guys... did, when did pokey become a thing? I remember all of a sudden someone said, let's get pokey. And I'm like, what? It's always been a thing in Hawaii. Po 
po- yeah well that over there it's not pokey it's poke but yeah like, but here has it been here for like what three years now no it's been no, here for a long longer. time it just really blew up within the past like three or four years yeah or so, okay I there like. i think that's something interesting to talk about is how do things blow up and why do we blow them up right if they've always existed out of nowhere there's a sudden realization that this shit has to be popping now because i don't think people really had a clear understanding of like the positives of it or maybe they didn't understand it was delicious like for instance poke like if it's good pokey mm. like it's really fresh fish getting a good amount of protein good amounts of vitamins omegas if you're getting um salmon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. stuff like that simple carbs it's carbs nonetheless usually there's some form of vegetable in there or whatever yeah to go along with it and if you get it without the sauce on top of it it's actually a pretty healthy meal relatively speaking right yeah Mm-hmm. It's when you add all the other shit on top of it where it starts to get delicious is where it kind of becomes a problem. Yeah. And that but also consequently, that's when people start to enjoy it. And that's when it blows yeah. up. Yeah. It's like sushi that it's easy sushi. Yeah. In a way. Well or it's kind of like lazy sushi where it's like, oh, you got your rice, you got your fish, you got your seaweed. It's all good to go. Dude, I Wrap had the up. shittiest poke <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I ran I spent, into him too. Okay. Yeah. I spent $6 on a cup of bone broth. Fantastic. Mm. Love the stuff. Bone broth is very good for you. But the pokey, first of all, they wouldn't allow me to substitute it for salmon because apparently this is a high end place in Yorba Linda. So they don't do that. Mm. They give you tuna instead. Um, but when I actually got the order, what I discovered is a bed of rice. Um, what was it? Green beans on the side. What? And they gave you the tuna in a separate container. Here's the worst fucking part. The tuna was frozen. Okay, that's where it's bad. I was going to say, if they gave you the tuna in a separate container, that might actually be a good idea. Like, we used to do that at Bear Flag with certain poke orders. Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, nine times out of ten, we normally put it in a bag. But if, like, somebody comes to the register and it's not a phone order or whatever, and they ask specifically to separate the two, it's a good idea because you could put the fish on ice, and that way it keeps it cold. But the fish is already thought like thought out i mean mm-hmm. the fish we didn't use was like frozen or anything like that but i mean it's like thought out by then i spent 16 dollars for a bed of rice i yeah. didn't eat the tuna you didn't, I didn't eat, eat the, the fish beans. no it was it was disgusting disgusting jeez and uh true seasons <clears throat> kitchen by the way fuck that place. yeah you know what you get a you get a 0.5 star rating <laughs> there's an interesting interesting thing going on in the world today or at least in california Mm-hmm. Um, where people are becoming more and more like lifestyle health freaks, or at least they put on a front to be like that, you oh, know, so where they're all of a sudden, everyone is a gym freak. Everyone is a health freak, you know? And eh, I don't know, like it's so mainstream now that it kind of, it kind of bothers me, you know, as a guy who's been stably going to the gym yeah. since he was 14 and mm-hmm. didn't really start lifting until like a couple years ago. Yeah. There's always a curve that happens certain times of years or at certain times of the year, people will just flood the gym. Yeah. And it's always after January 1st. Mm-hmm. It's stacked. Like it's almost not even worth it to go to the gym for the like first half of January. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Great that people are trying to lose weight. Mm. like super happy about that however these people are inexperienced in the gym and they don't really understand gym (laughs) etiquette and like i don't blame them because you know they don't go like so how would they know 
But when they're sitting on like a bench for 30 minutes and they've only done one set mm -hmm. and I can, and I know that sounds ridiculous. I've seen it plenty of times. It's a yeah. very normal thing. Very common, all they're yeah. doing is sitting on their phone for like 15 minutes in between sets. It's yeah. ridiculous. Cause there's like at least 15 people in the gym. There's yeah. like only four benches, flat benches. Sorry, there's but, only uh, two flat benches with a bar and mm -hmm. then like four regular benches. Yeah. And then there's like 20 to 30 people that want to use them all at the same time. And then you have these people that don't normally come in, just sit on them. Fucking yep. waste but I'm not time. just talking about gym. I'm talking about everything. The way the world is shaped now. It's shaped off of like um, uh, sports attire, right? How mm -hmm. to wear everyday sports attire that looks great and fresh and and just like you know on the go you'll never know when you'll start running you know athlete <laughs> yeah yeah uh and it's just it's the same thing goes with reading too so just think back seven years ago not even not even that that long ago right people that read were like nerdy ass kids you know they were only book smart mm -hmm. shit like that now if you think of people like tony robbins he's been writing and publishing books for way longer than we have been able to read, kind of. Well, he's been publishing Yeah, for there's been books like that forever, yeah. right? But all of a sudden, these past two years, I've seen a huge increase in the people that read the freaking, these power books, these alpha books, these how to pick up chicks books, these like success books, right? And it's just this thing where now, everyone is obsessed with it. It's become so mainstream to the point where it's just like, where did this even start? Now, you know? let me let me ask, since you actually specifically mentioned like masculine forward books. Yeah. Like books that are supposed to get the testosterone pump in it. Yeah. Let you know the man who you're supposed to be. The only like two that. keys you need for success, brother. You know, now, like, do you <laughs> think that possibly a reason for that is the attack on masculinity that I feel like has been going on for probably the past? Well, I don't know. It's the increase in people that are insecure and then relationships have been getting way worse with people obviously from both sides men and women mm -hmm. to the point where everyone is unsure what the, with what the hell they want to do with a relationship kind of so it's a I, i'm what i'm saying is that it's multiple things that would lead you to do these things to like uh, you know self-discipline um just increase your good habits um leave the shitty habits out I like you're just be you're bettering yourself but like for some reason it's so mainstream to better yourself now does that I, make sense i love where it comes from but these people are not genuine about the process yeah it's a front yeah it's a front it's a complete front. front yeah yeah it's a it's a it's kind of like uh, chris delia says where uh, everyone you guys are just all kudas it's kind of like his version of a simp where like you guys are not leaders you guys are all followers and he's like you know why i don't go to concerts hmm. because i'm not a fucking cuda you know <laughs> what but, yeah or some <laughs> shit like that you know what i mean like he that's the best way i can describe it is like a simp you're a you're a follower and you're nothing but that you're a leecher you just fucking leech onto things and you just take things that other people are doing that's it yeah you have no self-identity i was listening <laughs> that's his podcast. point it's and true, it makes though. me laugh I, I would agree with that it's, it's a hint of truth yeah i agree yesterday i was listening to a podcast a very good one um involving a navy seal uh former navy seal and um a former veteran and you know the you know, police department or whatever. He talks about three kinds of people. You have the sheep, mm -hmm. which are the masses. You have the sheep dogs, and then you have the wolves. Yeah. 
this is a really i'm a, wolf this is a very military explanation or point of view yeah to yeah. look at it the sheep of course you know they they don't they get their information from the media um they they follow uh, follow along with the crowd and all that stuff uh the sheep dogs are more of like they can easily blend in with the crowd and go with it mm. but they also are able to create their own identity um and nope. go their own way while the, the wolves are like you know, of course, they're the ones they're, that are creating these paths for the people to follow of the world. I think that's yeah, that's not the way I originally heard it described. It's not an exact. I heard it as the sheeps are the followers, the mm -hmm. sheepdogs are the protectors, and then the wolves are the bad people. Protectors, you have a right. Yeah, protectors. Okay. Yeah. So basically, the sheepdogs in this instance would be like the military guys got to look out for all the sheep, which are the civilians. Yeah. From the wolves. And I just wanted to say, that in no way am I saying that don't read, don't read these books, don't do this. Do it, but make sure. I honestly think that it should come from a place of you wanting to, not for you to impress anyone. Even the, in the in the the emptiest part of your head, like in the back of your head, there's always going to be that motive, yeah, to do something for someone else. Yeah, don't ever think like that. That's my just point of view. Is just do it because you want to do it. Mm -hmm. I think there's a bigger problem, and this is for both genders and just like yeah. in our society today. I think there's a larger problem of having or finding a self-identity like figuring out who you really are and i yeah. think social media is like really fucked up that process yeah of discovering like who you are because all you're doing all day is now looking at like i shit on social media so fucking yeah much. i'm a broken record honestly <laughs> but like you just you sit on your phone and you look at shit that other people are doing yeah and then every now and then you know you might want to pop out a little something you're like hey check out what i do Mm -hmm. yeah. I do some cool shit too, guys. Yeah. And then you feel really fucking bad because you don't have the millions of followers, right? Mm -hmm. Most people, I would assume, feel this way. And then they get upset over the fact that the like number is so low. Yeah. They're just numbers. Yeah, it's it's all numbers. And what's <laughs> but, stupid is that they got rid of the whole like system. Like, you can't even view how many likes an account has. Yeah, you can. You can still do it. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. You can manually count them one by one. Yeah, that's ridiculous. No, one's Wait, no, no, no. That. I can still see them. You might not. When have was the last time I've updated, I've updated literally yesterday? There's no. Did they bring it? There's no way they brought it back. I swear. You want me to scroll right now? <laughs> yeah. Show me the. Show me a like number Here. on my post. Here, I'll show you right now. I will show you right now. And it doesn't say a name in others. But it's just frustrating. Like, okay, it's not two hundred seventeen. Really? What? Yeah, I swear. Huh. I was waiting for that update. Anyways, it's it's frustrating to the people who have actually been doing this shit genuinely for a long time. Yeah, of course. I mean, no, no, it, it is. Yeah, I can see that. That is frustrating. It's kind of like that hipster movement where it's just like people, they open up like low key coffee spots, you know, and then like if like someone unheard of just walks in, they'd be like, uh, you know, like this is kind of my spot, you know, <laughs> like, bro, relax. Okay. This everything is for everyone, obviously. Yeah. But like it's cool if you take in the information to benefit from but not to just abuse it mm -hmm. also uh the social media thing i 100 <laughs> agree with it because i am the master of faking that i'm having a good time <laughs> and it's <laughs> well, so I think we easy. all are on social media right yeah isn't right. that the weird part is like you try you post now to impress other people that you're not lonely well, most people do do it that way. Yeah, but you can you can very easily approach social media where you just want to, you just want to put out your content from a genuine place. Yeah, just yeah. Just, there's just obviously people it. like that too. Talk about yeah. your own story. Talk about um, what you're doing. All of that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it's yeah. a 
it's a rough one. <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's yeah, a tough one. Finding self-identity isn't easy. Yeah. Well, well here's just, the here's the issue I have with that. With what? F- the word finding. Okay. You don't find it. It's there. No. Well, no. If you say Look, if you say you, you don't, don't you find don't find it, it, you cultivate it. You develop it. Yes. Big difference. Well, you have to you have to find or discover things that you enjoy. And that's going to eventually be a part of you. So in a sense it's both ways. Well then or, that- I mean they're both correct. Because you can't just like, I mean, actually, maybe you can. But even to find Sorry. something you enjoy, you're not going to like something straight off the bat because you suck at it. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's gonna going to be something. To to, yeah, but you have to find that thing is what I'm saying. Honestly. An I, active finding. I yeah. know you can build it's it. It's not a passive process. You can build it, but I do believe that you can find it as well. By finding it, I mean that you grew up in a place where there was multiple things around you happening. Like, for example, for me, I've always been recorded. Mm-hmm. I have always had, like, pro photos taken at home. My dad's a graphic designer. Really? Uh, yeah. How did I not know that? Yeah. My, dad, my dad's a graphic designer. That's awesome. My uncle's, like, a videographer, a journalist. My cousin's a cinematographer. Like, it's kind of like, first of all, it kind of blends in the family. So it's always around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think it's just the way you think. When you're young, as you grow older, too. Yeah. So that way, I have... I've kind of created this wide variety of things mm-hmm. that I can choose from, and that's what I where I build off of. I have a similar upbringing with soccer because my dad was heavy into it. All mm-hmm. of my family, especially back in Jordan, mm-hmm. um, but but nobody sees it. It takes it takes a conscious effort for you to actually practice on a daily basis so that you develop the passion around it. Yeah. So it's there. There are so many people who are around that type of environment but they let it go to waste because they choose to go in other directions, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it's like, even though at the end of the day, it's an active process. You can't look at it passively. Yeah. It's work. It's work. It's literally Absolutely. work. So my, I think the best advice I've ever gotten in my entire life was be bored. Mm. Be fucking bored. Literally trap yourself because you will go through a bunch of emotional crap. Um, you, you're going to go through some like, literally an empty tunnel of thoughts mm-hmm. like there's no thoughts anymore like you're just your your only thought is what's the temperature outside you know <laughs> like dumb shit counting like Be- because it does get all the divots in your wall yeah yeah like that it gets to that point and the only way to do that is to fucking hide your ps4 throw away your phone and actually just i want everyone to, if you have carpet please even if you don't lay on the floor and literally just stare at the ceiling you're going to see this blank shit. And what blank shit does is it makes your mind blank. It's meditation, baby. It's meditation. There you go. Now you're praying. No, <laughs> you're praying. <laughs> you're Muslim all of a sudden. Now you're praying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, dude. Uh, and actually, the person that gave me that advice, he's like an older brother to me. His name is Muhammad Ali. Crazy, right? Ooh, <laughs> and... Um, no, he's a he's a real person. He's a lawyer, actually, active right now. Um, but so, uh, so was Muhammad Ali. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, dude, uh, I grew up with this guy, and he used to teach me a lot of things. He was he was actually a re- an active reader. He would read all the time on his spare time. So for me, if I if I were to have a break, I would go look at my phone. For him, it was the opposite. It was like, all right, break time, get off work, start reading. Mm. That's insane, right? I love that. Like phone is literally for communication. That's it. Not for anything else. How, how do you guys feel about um, 
audio audiobooks versus like a physical medium book um, do you uh, feel do you feel as if if you listen to an audiobook it's not the same as digesting and reading the information from a book because yes it's kind of more passive i guess you could say yeah like when you read a book you have to actively well obviously you have to look at it and then read the information and process it but i feel like once you listen to it mm -hmm. sometimes it can become noise in the background if you don't pay attention to it I've, so you might not absorb as much i've gone through i've gone through um i've gone through many points with that but it's like i listen to a lot of podcasts but then i also i, I was also heavy into ebooks um using the app called scribd Mm. which was that was like two or three years ago that is true it's it's almost like background noise but the way i view it it's like subconscious programming but now i've shifted to only hardcover books because there's something there's just something special about it mm -hmm. like instead of just going through book after book after book and not not you know actually digesting the information now i want to take my time with a book take it, me if i if i need to go over a page and it takes me five minutes I enjoy that because I'm getting a deeper understanding of the concept. You're going to let it seep in. Exactly. Rather than just letting it flow through. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, the way I see it too is um, when you're physically reading a book, you have the visual aspect and you have the trying to read aspect. So you're kind of like mounting that information into your mind. And at the same time, you can hear yourself read it without saying anything. Mm -hmm. You can hear your voice. Can you not? When you're reading? I read um, out loud. It depends on the book for me like mm. if it's just an info dump of stuff not really for some reason if i'm this is going to sound weird but if i'm reading a book where like for, for example like a textbook for school yeah. right and if it's a subject i don't care about it's going to act more like an audiobook in the sense of where it just flows right through yeah do you almost like scan it yeah but what's weird is i can retain the information it's just not absorbed if mm. that makes any sense mm. yeah it does like it'll stay in there for a while but then once the test happens yeah. or I wrote the paper, it's usually gone. Yeah, you can almost feel it as you're reading it. It just goes through the other fucking, the other end of your mind. Like yeah. just out the door. <laughs> it's, it's interesting because it ties into like, I'm going to call this the way most people approach personal development, personal development porn. Like they, they almost, of course, as, as we discussed earlier, they're, they're not serious about it. They would r much rather like just look the part mm -hmm. instead of diving deep into the whole thing. Yeah. It's just like book after book after book when you can just, you know, take your fucking time with one book. It could it could very easily change your life if you approach it seriously. Mm -hmm. There true. are thousands of those books out there. It's I mean, yeah, there is. It's just <clears throat> if you've never read before, I, I feel how hard it is, how hard it could be to start reading. But I mean, like it's not impossible <laughs> in the era we live in now. Reading is not inherently interesting anymore. Well, like, I, I know it's on a personal base by base, like it's your own opinion, whatever. But I mean, just think about it. We got we got a couple thousand, hundred thousand pixels in our pocket and we can look at anything at any time. And now we got cars and we can go to really bitching places and stuff like that. It's not like we're trapped on the prairie and all we have is like <laughs> these 500 books to keep us entertained yeah. for the next 15 years, you know? Well, I, I wouldn't really call news articles reading and like shit online. That's not reading, dude. I mean, I wasn't referencing like news yeah, articles yeah. and stuff like that. But, uh, but I mean, like you also have audiobooks, you have YouTube. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a book you can watch yeah. for 15 minutes. Like, so. It's insane. And it, it just goes back. I feel like reading is just, I kind of disagree with that because 
reading is actually has has grown no nowadays it's become no. like i said well, it's become more mainstream audio just like have. just like people just like young people that are teaching themselves the stock market now and everyone wants to work their money and everyone wants to invest and you know what i mean well audiobooks are what, more popular tell me tell me now for the past 4 years haven't you heard of do you want to make money do you want to make money why is that the like the key thing these days to focus on money cuz money's nice to have yeah money is nice to have it's just the trend. but like imagine it's it's yeah it's a trend but it's also i feel like it's just these people that are in power as well mm -hmm. they're getting something out of it because why the hell would you go out and promote yourself and tell people that you can make money doing this well, of course they're getting something out of it <laughs> and then everyone's falling for it yeah the at well, the end of the a, day a, you're, you're making him rich that's all you're that's doing that's a scheme i don't know how we got here from books but yeah. i disagree with you that reading is getting bigger it's not it's it, not because no no no. think about how many people the idea you, of reading the idea is getting, of reading is, okay, big, yeah. is getting bigger not the readers because i i i can tell you from now i call bullshit on whoever says they read because <laughs> they like, don't read i was dude. gonna say reading is like almost lo-fi yeah. now i, I mean, know that sounds weird but it's a physical medium oh. like you don't really experience music yeah. in a physical medium yeah. anymore it's not like a record really i mean record mm -hmm. sales yeah they've shot up but it's not as big as it was in like the 70s, mm. you know, or the 60s or whatever. Think about how many people off the top of your head you know that actually read. It's only I actually, handful, know, I actually know a lot. Well, I know a lot of people, but I only knew like t two that I can confirm. That's the thing. They're all unconfirmed. <laughs> Here's, I, know, I know a lot of people that will read like one book a year, maybe. Yeah. And then I also, and the number of people I know that read books all the time is significantly less oh, so i know a lot of people who read mm -hmm. but i don't know a lot of people who read a lot read consistently on a weekly basis exactly i know maybe five people exactly like yeah. a new book every week it's a handful like i know maybe five people yeah and, oh, and young people can break. Yeah, young no people way. are not reading. Yeah, most young nice people try. are not reading. Yeah, yeah. Nice try. That's the thing because you're on. If you're on VoxNews.com, that does not does not mean you're reading. I mean, you by are reading, reading, but you're not reading a book. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, you're reading. What we mean, the but definition of reading in this in this conversation is a sitting physical down action with the intent to learn something new to improve your life. Yes. That's yeah. that's one percent shit. Yeah, it could be an ebook. That's fine. I mean, I, I thought we were talking about physical and digital mediums here. I don't know. And to, in comparison of what well, people actually Yeah, we read. kind of were. It's a tangential conversation for a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, book sales have been declining for the past however many years, like since probably yeah. Apple iBooks came out or whatever. Point is, iPad. teach yourself how to pick up a book and read. Yeah. Or it's a actually, skill. or, better or just even try to read. Yeah, yeah. Try to read, and and by reading, I mean try to retain the information. It's like a skill, and reread it. Like it's fine. Like sometimes I'll be reading like a like a history book, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'll go back to a part where I like I felt like I skimmed it, even though I understood it. Then I go back and like read it slower, and mm -hmm. I'll be like ah, and then it just sits in there better. Yeah, the information, and, and I mean everybody's reading style is different. Yeah, like I. I mean, there was a, one of my old friends' moms, she was like a speed reader and she legitimately could read probably, 
I don't know what the impressive number was, but like per mm -hmm. minute, it was like four pages or three to four pages and stuff like that. And actually be able to retain the information, which I don't know if that's a world class speed reader or whatever. But yeah. to see in 60 seconds, somebody flip through the page like shh, 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 like yeah. and actually yeah. like that's be pretty able to, insane. It, it was impressive. That's pretty cool to say the least. That's a sick ass skill. dude. Yeah. You want to know why? Because she read all the fucking time. Yeah. And then if she eventually reached a point like you and your freaking rain man ass <laughs> you put on your <laughs> podcast at 2x the speed her no, brain I, oh, yeah. I do that with certain podcasts okay. okay i was gonna say her brain reached a point where it was just like the normal speed isn't enough yeah i she's like i know i can get through this faster and so wow. then she was just working on it and everybody has different approaches like you talking about yeah. reading through the passage or you mentioning how you like to spend five minutes on a page if it requires it so mm -hmm. you can seep in the information mm. you know everybody's different they got different approaches and whatever, and that's fine. It's just the act of practicing yeah. is the important part. It's a skill, Yeah, reading. Yeah, which is why I, I hate audiobooks. Podcasts are different. Audiobooks, like if you're going to read me a story about Sparky the dog, I'm not going to oh, listen. Okay. I think podcasts and audiobooks are the same thing. Yeah, they are the same thing They're in my opinion. basically the same thing. Because really? the podcasts these days, the level of, pod, at least the ones I listen to, one topic and they just go deep for 50 minutes. Yeah. Four hours for some, uh, as in the case yeah, of Jocko. but like I, I feel like the the theme of a podcast is much different. It's more of a conversational style rather than a written. Well, of course, style. you have to be much well, more. Books can be a conversational style too. Same with audiobooks. Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's just something about audiobooks where it's like if I'm like for, here, I don't mind if it's like a biography, if it's about something, you know. Okay, but if it's like a like a Dungeons and Dragons story. There's no way I can like Why listen not? to that. I don't know. I feel like it's just, I won't even pay attention to it. Half the stuff that would happen for some reason. Maybe I'm, maybe it's just, I'm just not a fictional person. I'm going to be honest with you. Audiobooks can actually be more transcending of an experience than like just reading a normal book. Obviously books are cool. You know, you like, you have to use your imagination in order to paint a picture. If that's the kind of book that it is. Like mm -hmm. for example, Harry Potter, right? You get a picture what the fucking castle looks like and you get to see, like you always wondered what Dumbledore was supposed to look like or yeah. Harry or whoever else, right? And then they actually came out with the movies and then they put a face to a name, right? However, in audiobooks, right? The point I'm trying to make is I got this one by Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm -hmm. uh, Astrophysics for people in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> With that exact pause. <laughs> that is and, so sick. I love that. Okay. Guy. And um, the book's fantastic. Like, it's a really enjoyable listen. Mm -hmm. I wish he would have gone more deep into concepts, though. And that he was, he um, narrated it? He did. Well, yeah. You were in a hurry, so. It was, good. I mean, yeah, I get the fact that it's in a hurry. It's supposed to give, like, really big astrophysics concepts and mm -hmm. even um, quantum physics and theoretical physics concepts, like, and explain it to normal people. So I get that, you know, it couldn't be over the top like, oh, well, this theory actually proves this and that, but still a great book. Mm -hmm. He narrated it. There's like interesting music that happens at certain points. So it's like, well, he's reading it like theoretically, their music could be swelling and building up to this thing. Like one of the craziest audiobooks you can get is the Polar Express. There's a full orchestra mm -hmm. behind it. The guy reading, I think it's Liam Neeson actually reading it is the version I'm thinking of. Yeah. It's fantastic. See, I was like, going to mention really that. cool. I was going to mention that um, sometimes the narrator is 
is probably the problem. It's it's so important. Right? Dude, imagine if you have a narrator talking about meditation. It's like, mindfulness is about observing and creating your inner experience. Eckhart Tolle. No, you know what the worst one what is? What the hell? In yeah. my opinion, or the <laughs> it's worst boring form. boring as fuck. The yeah. worst form of audiobook is when they just get like one of the text-to-speech things to do. <laughs> oh my God, dude. <laughs> because like the ones that they have, at least for um, some audiobooks that I've got, like they're actually pretty good for the most part. Like they almost sound like a person. Yeah. Almost is the key word. There's like obviously little, like if you were speaking and then and all of a sudden yeah. like it glitches, you know, it just sounds really off. <laughs> that, but it's very rare. That shitty you know? moment when you're driving and your GPS is on and your audiobook and you can't tell who's talking. Or oh wait a minute, dude, um, that's a problem I have all the time. <laughs> David Not that Sporky one, the but... dog turn left in two point oh miles. Dude, David Goggins, he um. He actually, for his audiobook, uh, what was it? Can't Hurt Me? Yeah, Can't Hurt Me. Um, there was parts in it that it was just a legit podcast mm -hmm. in the middle of his audiobook. Yeah. The guy that's uh, narrating the entire book yeah. and David Goggins, they got together at the end of each like major section or chapter, mm -hmm. and they just talked for like an extra, in some cases it was as short as 10 minutes, some was like 35 mm. about whatever. Damn. You know, so it's like... Not only is this voice narrating the book, now the actual author's here giving you more insight into mm -hmm. what's actually happening. It's a director's cut version of a book. Yeah. Mm. You know, or an author's cut, I guess. <laughs> but like, it's super cool. I, I like some of the concepts that people are working with audio, mm -hmm. or that they're applying to audiobooks. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting freaking thing. Long dude. story short, audiobooks and podcasts aren't that different, <laughs> in my opinion. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I have an interesting question for you. Go for it. Both of y'all. What to you is worth every penny? That's ah. a big question, brother. Is it? Yeah. What to me is worth every... Well, in what context? Any context. Any context you want. It could be physical. It could be an experience. It could be anything. A bed. A good bed is worth every penny. Uh, yeah, I'll agree with him. I'll think of my own answer, but go into why. The reason why, I mean, just for the obvious statistic that everybody mm. says, it's a third of your life, bro. Yeah. And think about it. That's a big investment. Yeah. One third of your life. And a sleep. worthy mattress. Sleep shapes your day. Good sleep. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It's in my opinion, it's the most worthy investment outside of like a place to live. Yeah. You know, but those are temporary and usually you can move around and stuff like that. I'm going to get I'm going to get very specific here. Please um, do. Worth every penny, blood tests. Blood tests? Yes. Uh, Why? Thank, thankfully, because of technology and all this, you know, private companies' blood tests are actually very cheap these days. But they can, you know, they can get up there in the thousands of dollars. Uh, but Yeah, what's your number of very cheap, by the way, for a blood test? It, average blood test to get all of the important biomarkers, uh, two to $250. That's a lot of money. It's a lot for of money. For something that, to be honest, most people probably don't need. I agree, but they're not at the point. They haven't reached the uh, the point where they're developed enough to understand that they're in a healthy state, physically mm -hmm. speaking. I think I think it's very valuable for people to get uh, the numbers behind, um, you know, behind the healthy ranges for a blood test. Okay, and what what kind of information do you get out of that than a yeah. standard blood test? 
Well, it's a it's a standard blood test. Well, what information do you get out of it? Yeah, you get. I uh, mean, you've had a few, right? Yeah, testosterone levels, omega threes, your vitamin statuses, B twelve, all of that good stuff. Um, cortisol levels, how you tolerate stress. Really. All kinds of all kinds of stuff. Oh shoot! All that from blood, bro. Now, of course, you can't you can't just rely on the numbers. You also have to rely on how you feel, mm-hmm. and that's what he's talking about. Yeah. When it comes to like, don't just rely on blood tests. But um, no, I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it seems like a very large expense for people that, for, or for most people that probably don't need it. I'm just saying two hundred. What do you mean don't need? You, it when you said they were like a minimal cost. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that the blood test to get all those tested would be like 50 bucks. No, no. Yeah. So when you say 200 to 250 is a small price to pay. Well, if you give a shit about your health. Like that seems like a lot of money for somebody that could just eat healthy and exercise regularly and they'll probably be fine. Because I mean, let's be honest, blood tests like that are a very recent thing or semi-recent thing, mm-hmm. right? In terms of all the information that you can get out of it, mm-hmm. like the cortisol levels and testosterone and whatnot. Mm-hmm. For since the dawn of the modern human as we know it, <laughs> we've never had that shit. And people seem to be doing just fine for the most part. Yeah, but it ties into the original topic we started with. These people are just front, they're just putting on a persona. What do we mean by eating healthy and exercising? They could be doing the entirely wrong things, especially yeah, when you no. take into account well, that's that. A, that's their fault well, for not doing the research. Then. Well, that's a completely could, different thing. You could be doing it. But you're not fulfilled on the inside. You're like, oh my, I hate this. You know, like, mm-hmm. I think the longer you do something like that, like being healthy and exercising all the time and things like that, you actually start to love it. Mm. Yeah, well, 100%. So you got to connect with yourself internally and you, just make sure that this fits in. The most experience, important experience in my life when my dad passed, right? Mm-hmm. Healthiest motherfucker you, w- you could find on paper just by looking at him. Okay. Constantly do yard work. Physical activity five to six times a week, all that, all that stuff. Uh, food was on point, but he dropped dead from a heart attack. Why? Because you need to get, you need to go deeper into what it actually means. Like you need to understand lipid levels and you know different types of cholesterol and well, all that stuff. Did he mm. smoke? No. At all, dude. Even before you were alive, dude. No. Okay, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just asking. I don't know. It's the number one cause. This motherfucker was, was like David Goggins 2.0 before David Goggins was out there. To be fair, it also could have been something he was eating in his diet that normally, like just from a um, just from like a uh, genetic standpoint, isn't mm-hmm. good for you and actually builds up in your plaque or builds up plaque in your arteries thicker and stuff like that. It could. That's what I'm talking about. Because yeah. But I don't think that's a blood test, is it? Or isn't that more of like a, um, a hereditary test or yeah, a but DNA test? Genetics, but, dude, epigenetics. That's what it comes down to. Every, everybody wants to like blame genetics for why they have shitty, you know, why they experience these diseases and stuff. Mm. Granted, for some people, yes, but that's the minority. Most of it comes down to your lifestyle and what, what decisions you you create. Yeah, I think a good place to start is a blood test. I'm not saying a blood test is a bad thing. I'm just saying like worth every penny. Worth every penny, 100%. Yeah, that's his opinion. Uh, that is his opinion, to be fair. My opinion is... <laughs> my opinion is probably not question mark Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah like i'm not against them by any means i just think for the average person that's a really large expense yeah like that could be like uninsured like that's rent for a month you know yeah so is there two thousand dollars in food expenses Mm -hmm. every month yeah 
it's a matter of exactly true true yeah crazy man yeah that being said my answer would have to be travel mm. oh man you're one of those guys yes <laughs> travel no I, because I it expands the horizons of your mind it builds up peace in your soul uh you start to realize that nothing in the world matters where you live um it's just you're so far gone to the point where it's like the most natural high you could probably get mm. it's uh, i can't explain it more than that really it's just more like you just have to experience it you no, just have to do it there's things it's out worth there every in the penny world. and it's expensive there's things out there in the world for you to learn yes. that you know sitting in your house it's in your nice air-conditioned house in america it's going to be hard to yeah. figure that out and there's a lot of things that you learn that you didn't know you learned until you're back exactly and then you go huh there's a difference here mm -hmm. huh and then you revert back and you're like ah they do things much differently but it still works that's yeah, priceless just, in my it, opinion yeah dude worth every fucking penny and every time i travel it's no less than four thousand dollars <laughs> Like with stays and like yeah, attractions and all that stuff, you know, it all adds up. But yeah, it all, literally it where you're worth every too. fucking penny. I mean, just a flight to Australia, like yeah. from here, that's like, that's a couple grand just for coach. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But all right, kind of a related pull. question for you two. What's okay. Up? Blink check. All right. What are you doing immediately after you get that? A blank check. A blank check with blank check. whatever there, amount of. Is there money a limit? Though. Whatever amount. No limit. What the fuck? I would end the U.S.'s debt. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, I would probably do that. That would that would be probably the, one of the most sustainable things you could do. You know what I would do? Here, here's what I will do, Zaid. So I will write thirty trillion, deposit it into my bank account, take one of my personal checks, and provide that to end the debt of the United States. And then you still and have then keep like three trillion. <laughs> Oh, just You're three trillion. Still bowling yeah, yeah. I'm just like, you know what? Take all. Of it. I don't give a shit. No, <laughs> I still like, got. What are what are some what are some projects or things that you would take on? I would invest in education that education and life skills, if that makes uh, any sense. We're on the same wavelength. Like, and I know that sounds really generic, but hear me out for a second. So, for instance, like my dream goal in life is to have a big piece of land somewhere in the mountains preferably and i can build my house on it i got my atvs i got my little four by four wheeler things i got my my fun little off-roading cars and whatever you know mm -hmm. but then it's like not only it's kind of off-grid i imagine that the place where i would buy they would have access to electrical and water and stuff like that but mm -hmm. even if it was off-grid i would still want to figure out a way to make that work and the way I would like to do that is to buy the time of people that are in the top of their field in terms Ooh. of different stuff to do. Like, for instance, I would get somebody that's really into solar okay, out, out like on the property. And I'm like, listen, I want you to survey this land where I'm building on. What is the most way or what is the best way to get the most solar energy into this house? And then let's work on a way to store that if there's excess, right? Because mm -hmm. I imagine if I'm living out there, everything that I have that would normally be plugged in at my house would be unplugged when you're not using it to save energy, right? Yeah. So everything's on, everything's unplugged, saving battery. I want to store it so there could be at least like 
two to three days worth of extra energy just mm-hmm. stored up under my house, right? And the primary source of all of that energy would be going towards a, an aquaponics or hydroponics system built either somewhere under the house or in a completely different building on the property, right? Do you know how awesome that fucking place would be? <laughs> yeah, that's what, well, I mean, like, think about it. Like, if I if I had that spot of land, right, and I had all my aquaponics, I could grow anything I wanted to. I could adjust the climate inside the room. I could adjust the minerals in the water. I could adjust the amount of light exposure that it's getting. And it grows really well. It grows pretty clean. You know, if you want it to be more nutritionally dense, you could just add some little droplets into the water, boost some more vitamins into them. You're one of the few people who are actually free and self-sufficient. Exactly. In today's society. That's what I think is, I want to do that just because I worry. This is really stupid. I mean, I genuinely worry about... um, like a big disaster happening mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can do to get out of it. Yeah. So like, for instance, Joe Rogan talked about it a lot on his podcast. Like what if there was a big earthquake, bro? <laughs> like, where would we go? Mm-hmm. Like when he has Joey Diaz or um, Tom Segura or whoever, over, <laughs> yeah. like, what would we do? Where would we go up into the mountains? Do we have an escape plan? Like shit like that. I'm like, I want where I live to be my escape plan. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. You know? And then it's like, so like I said, you have the solar guy, you have the aquaponics guy, you have a professional race car driver come out, teach you how to yes. drive the land. That's an excellent fucking If the land's big to... enough, fuck it. I'll just buy, I'll hire a contractor to come out, teach me how to use a, a digger, mm. and then I'll just fucking make my own little rally course in my backyard. Mm. Teach me how to properly level and how to make sure that this course would be up to par for like dirt cars and stuff like that. Yeah. Teach me how to do that. Have a mechanic fly out. Teach me how to work on my cars. Teach me how to build shit. Teach me how to weld. Teach me how to work with wood. So you're all, basically quarantined and people are just flying to. Yeah. <laughs> all for the boys. Literally, I just want to do it so it's the coolest place and the safest and a really good environment. It's a worry-free in. zone. Pretty much. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's all I really want. And, and you've you've convinced <clears> me of, <throat> of wanting to do that as well. And you have a you have a room that's just that has a refrigerator motor running. And as soon as you open it, it's fucking freezing cold in there. And you just have walls of Topo Chico. Walls of elk meat. Walls. And then on the door, it just says Topo Room. (laughs) Topo Room, dude. That'd be so sick. I mean, like, (laughs) I would try to build it next to a stream. So you get, um, so you could set generators in the water. A sparkling stream? I'm just kidding. (laughs) I make my own fucking river of Topo Chico. You get get generators spinning from the river. You get uh, the Tesla solar walls installed on the house. You get their solar roof tiles installed. And then, I mean, if you're really worried about it, you have an off-site facility that's just in a big field where you install your solar. That's so sick. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I would kind of do the similar thing. I would say. Other than paying off the, the U.S. debt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, other than paying off. That was a joke. But, uh, no, I know. Mine um, was serious when I said it. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I would straight up just go to every country that I've I have considered like owning something there and literally buying property everywhere. So like if I were to go to Ireland, I would literally buy a cabin. Mm. I love that shit. That would also be a vibe. Yeah. I, I think if here's the thing that I think rich people fuck up. They buy big properties, yeah, like enormously large properties. And I get it. If you're that fucking wealthy, right, mm-hmm. that you need to buy a $150 million home just so you have it as an asset that you yeah. can liquidate because you don't want that much money in a bank. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Yeah. However, I feel like there could be better uses of that money in terms of investment that you could get out of it, right? 
Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you just buy large sections of land? Mm-hmm. We're going to be overpopulated in just a couple of years. And I say a couple, it's probably going to be like, what, a hundred years. Yeah. Right. But that's, that's what, that's like one person. Yeah. That's one person away. And we're going to be overpopulated as fuck. Yeah. And those big expansive plots of land in the Midwest and, um, certain parts of the South, like where it's like, nobody would live here. Why the fuck would anybody live here? People are going to start living there. Mm. And when that time comes, take a guess who's going to come to you in order to build on that land. Contractors, mm-hmm. people that want houses. Then you get to control of that shit. Give me my rent money. So it's while, common sense. While it's not an investment that's going to pay off within the next 20 years, like give it to your kids. That shit could be worth almost, I mean, who even knows? Yeah. Right. So I, I think that would be a better investment. Yeah. Rather than like, I feel like a lot of outside people are buying up plots of U.S. land, right? Hell yeah, dude. Like, isn't there, um, aren't a lot of Chinese businessmen buying up a bunch of the U.S. and uh, Koreans. Koreans. Koreans as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been to a lot of open houses where Koreans are like literally walking in with like a like a couch, uh, not a couch, a uh, cash bag, <laughs> couch. <laughs> the fuck? We we're ready to move in. <laughs> what the fuck? This is a model home. <laughs> Dude, speaking of buying land, yeah. I mean, this isn't a this isn't the act of purchasing it, but somebody told me this, and I don't know if I believe it or not because I don't know what their source was on it. Mm-hmm. But we were driving uh, through L.A. and this was like months ago. Keep mm-hmm. that in mind. We weren't breaking quarantine, <laughs> but we're driving through, we're driving to LA to go get something to eat and like hang out for a day. And she's like, did you know that a, uh, like a Persian prince or a Saudi prince, something like that is going to fix LA with all of the money he has? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what yeah. do you mean fix LA? <laughs> Like, there's so much you have to fix in L.A. Like, you have to start with infrastructure. Well, homeless people is probably the primary concern, right? Yeah. Then you have infrastructure. You have to fix all the buildings, all the pipes in them, the fucking streets, the sidewalks. Get all the homeless people off the street. Get people in jobs. Dude, that's jobs. like a 30 to 50 year mission. Yeah. Yeah. And she's <laughs> like, no. Long time. No, he's got like eight billion or some amount of billions. And he's going to donate it all because he loves the city that much. And I'm like, no donate it to the city well better yet it's not even donating he's just coming he's pulling the elon musk approach where he, according to her she was like he's pulling the elon musk approach where he's like no i'm just doing this i'm you making your lives better with money do you understand how much paperwork has to go through that seriously and people have to fucking <laughs> like either accept or deny it and then they have to look into it and, and people i don't i'm pretty sure the amount of headache that's going to cause they're not going to do that right now they're not even gonna look at. It. Not, You'd be sacrificing your life. Yeah. For for that. Yeah. Straight up. Imagine how in debt that city would be to that one guy, though. Khaliji's bro. <laughs> to that one guy, like this one man rebuilt L.A. Hmm. Is what the theory is what she was telling me. <laughs> like, doesn't that seem just batshit insane? That's yeah, it's insane. it's batshit. Straight up. I mean, Elon, Elon is batshit insane, but he's <clears throat> he's the exception. He has the brains. And the power, kind of. And the connections. And the connections, yes. Yeah. You're right. And the money. Yeah. Money helps a lot, too. Yeah. But uh, to finish off my answer, I would also try to buy off scripts and start a feature film, dude. 
There you go. You make the most baller content out there. What do you mean try to? You have all the money in the world. You could hire whoever the fuck you want. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're right. You don't even have to go through Universal. You don't have to go through. Literally. You don't have to go through Warner Brothers or anything like that. Got cash, baby. You already know that I'm spending 30 G's on a blood test. You're like, I want Samuel Samuel L. Jackson. Boom. 20 mil. Oh, Brad Pitt. Boom. Another 15. Fucking Zade, dude. Fucking Zade looking at our blank check. I'd basically. Do you know Ben Greenfield? The name you've said his name to me so many I times. I would. Be, he's like the biggest nerd on the planet when it comes to health slash biohacking slash wellness. But I'd be him times like a thousand. Oof. Wow, man! Is Ben Greenfield the guy that wants to live forever? Is he the guy that went on the JRE? No, you're he, thinking of Aubrey de Grey. Am I? Yeah, who smokes big doinks all day and just drinks no, all no, day? No, dude, this guy's like. This guy's pretty straight edge from what I remember. It was like this pretty skinny, thin, very healthy looking, like just white dude who was working in a, he was working on a way to extend human life. Yeah, that's Aubrey de, uh, Aubrey de Grey. Really? Believe. Yeah. Wow, that's weird. Hmm. It's weird that he smokes and stuff like that and he's worried about dying so I much. I know, right? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> there are a lot of people who want to live forever. Why? Who want to achieve the status of immortality. Like I was watching, I was watching, um, the show Altered Carbon. And the whole premise of the show is you can essentially live forever because they have these things that they put into your spinal cord, like and right under your head. Mm-hmm. And it makes a copy essentially of all of your memories and stuff like that. So if you were to die in this, it's called the stack, the little disc that they slip in your spine. If the stack is still intact, they can put you in what's called a different sleeve, which is another body, mm-hmm. right? And like obviously the rich people take advantage of the system like one of the dudes in the show is like over 350 years old like his mind is right which is a weird concept like why would you want to live forever they even brought up a great point in the show where all the rich people were hanging out with each other Mm -hmm. and the and then one of the dudes was a very offhand comment like very low-key wasn't really supposed to make anything out of it but the guy was like yep these are the people i'm gonna have to spend the rest of my life with (laughs) they're all sitting in this fucking room Wow. That sounds horrible. The point, isn't the point of life, isn't the point of a death to give life meaning? Like, I hate to sound philosophical, but like, really, isn't that the whole point? Yeah. Like YOLO, you only live once or like. That's a big part of it. Yeah. There's so many books and movies and just different forms of media that talk or have that entire central theme that death gives um, life meaning and stuff like that. And there are plenty, there are plenty of people who are much older, like in their 70s, 80s, and they're like, yeah. I've done everything that I needed to do. I've lived a full life. It's time to go now. Yeah. Good night. Just like uh, Wolverine, Logan. <laughs> Remember the movie Logan? Yeah. I mean, he eventually, he could have died though in the end because his healing ability got like so weak. No, no, he did die. I mean, like, I spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I never saw the movie. Oh, shit. Why well, I, I cannot believe we just ruined a spoiler for one of our speakers here. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, like, I'm going to be real. I knew he died. I don't care okay. about spoilers. Okay. Well, so, that's a movie we're going to watch uh, tomorrow night, maybe. <laughs> I'd be down, actually. Yeah. Fuck it. It's a great movie. Yeah. Very great. But, um, yeah, what do you think? Uh, what time mark are we at? Is it time for episode 25 to... To come uh, to a conclusion? I don't know. It's, conclusion uh, with a capital C, baby. Yes, I believe so. Well, if we're reaching an end here, um, all I got to say is thank you very much for joining us on episode 25 of the Two 
AM podcast. This has been Logan. Actually, before you finish. Okay. One important thing for all the people who are listening, uh, please leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. I don't know if Spotify gives you that option, but no. Point is, just leave leave us a five star review if you like what we're doing. We really appreciate it. We really yes. appreciate. Th- and also, it helps <laughs> yeah. you get on. It helps you get onto the board. It's know? very important to uh, to us and our potential growth in the future. So yeah. please, like, comment, and subscribe. And five star <laughs> review. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Turn on notifications. No. Anyways, this has been episode 25. This has been Logan. This has been Zaid. And this has been Saeed. You can find us on platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor.fm, Castbox, YouTube, and many more. Yeah. So once again, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you later. Yeah. We love you. Don't be shy. Don't be don't be a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Peace.